0: Welcome back, haters. Have you missed me? <laughs> so, um, you know, I realize every time I start this podcast for the last several episodes, I just kind of go into introducing or allowing the guests to introduce themselves. So I just want to say, if you're a new listener, my name is Ashley. <laughs> this is my podcast. <laughs> and this podcast is for transplants. So... Um, You wanna go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Sure. Um, (laughs) My name is Ryan Nave. People in Jackson probably know me better as RL Nave, which is the byline that I've used in journalism since Mm -hmm. I was a a, a wee tyke in the industry back in the early aughts.
0: Okay. Um, Where are you from?
1: Grew up in St. Louis, okay. uh, but I haven't lived there since 2004,
0: 2005. Okay, okay. How did you arrive in Jackson, and why are you still here? Um,
1: so, I got to Jackson in 2011. Um, mm-hmm. I was living in Albuquerque at the time and looking for a job. Um, I'd spent a few years living out west. I'd been in Seattle for a year. I'd been in Boulder for a year. Um Sort of in the middle of the recession when newspapers were really going through it, even before all the stuff with BuzzFeed and mm-hmm. Huffington Post now, there just were no newspaper jobs. But the industry was starting to come back around around that time. And I saw um, an ad for the Jackson Free Press. They were looking for a state government reporter. Um, and I actually had known Don and Todd, um, the owners and editor and publisher of the Jackson Free Press, for a few years Um, I worked in alternative news weeklies, JFP is an all-weekly, it's kind of a small community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so when I saw the job ad, I applied, reached out to Donna, uh, came to Jackson for an interview, and I moved here the day before my, I think it was my 34th birthday in 2011,
0: been here ever since. Okay. Um, Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why have I been here ever since? Yes.
1: Um, So that question has a couple of different answers to it. One, uh, I mean, the reason that I came to Mississippi and Jackson over a lot of other places that I was interviewing for Jackson, that I was interviewing for, um, for newspaper jobs at the time, is because I think all journalists are this way. I'm attracted to a certain amount of dysfunction
0: and
1: tension (laughs) and places where there are problems that's, Mm -hmm. you know... reporters can you know report out solutions to Mm -hmm. um you know i was i was attracted to mississippi and jackson for um i mean really it's history and sort of the narrative of the place i mean the the good and a lot of the bad Mm -hmm. uh jackson's relationship to the civil rights movement um i mean even stuff like you know when i was researching jackson i saw that like an attorney for Tupac was on the city council in Jackson, but it was also like this very conservative place. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like this really interesting contradiction. I was like, what is that? You know, what is this place? So, Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to come check it out. I also thought that it would be challenging to be a reporter, uh, in a very conservative place. I mean, I started reporting in, in Illinois, which, you know, they elect a Republican governor Mm -hmm. from time to time, but you know, it's still a pretty left leaning place. I mean, Places like Seattle, Boulder, Albuquerque, all very liberal places. Um, I thought that Mississippi would present sort of an interesting challenge for me yeah. as a reporter because I hadn't been in that environment before. Um, and seven years later, just like the place is not disappointed in terms of being a place that provides access to the kinds of stories that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um and then I'm also here because, like, at this point, I'm now, like, doing what I always wanted to do, mm-hmm. which uh, was lead a, a newsroom and helped uh, build and shape and mold a media company at mm-hmm. Mississippi today. And so it's just – it's been great for me. It's provided me sort of the things that I was looking for in terms of, like, my professional goals mm-hmm. and, like, it's a school place to live okay
0: <laughs> okay we, we're gonna go ahead and take a break right here tired of your coworkers' repetitive microaggressions constantly being asked if you date outside your race tired of brothers asking for the hookup token talk podcast is a collective of perspectives from a token variety i'm darius williams i'm thomas price and i'm john spann we are token talk podcast listen to us bi-weekly on google play soundcloud and itunes Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Token Talk Podcast. Like, subscribe, and listen now. Okay, so you just talked about the big job you had. Can you have, can you talk a little bit more about that and the importance of telling a story in Jackson and Mississippi in general? Because, you know, you said, you know, it's challenging here. And I would imagine, I'm not sure if it's like me. A lot of people are like, well, why are you there? like why do you think your story is important so could you tell me a little bit about that I'm not sure if I articulate that well you know for someone who's like a journalist but
1: yeah no so I don't I don't really think of my role as like telling the story of a place mm-hmm. so much I mean like I'm a I'm a political and a government reporter like that's what my training is mm-hmm. and so I see that my, 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 my job is to Hold powerful institutions accountable to the people who send them there, okay. and hopefully those people are also our readers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my job is to ask questions of government, of people who want to be in government, mm-hmm. of powerful institutions, hospitals, churches, um, and to make sure that those places are, you know, working for everybody mm-hmm. in the same ways that, um, you know, they are, you know, sort of getting at ideas of equity and fairness, mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of thing. Um, now that said, I mean, Mississippi does have a rich story. And so in the kinds of, in terms of the kind of journalism that, that I do and I'm drawn to, um, you know, there are a lot of, um, colorful characters mm-hmm. here in Jackson I mean I used to cover Jackson City Council and I would I would think about I don't know if like you watched the Simpsons and you know it's like there would be like a, 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 a city council meeting at Simpson like all the characters from the show are mm-hmm. at the city council meeting. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was very much my experience covering <laughs> Jackson City Council. It's, like, you have, like, the crazy person who, like, gives a long speech mm-hmm. at the beginning of it and, like, the mayor's there and the police chief, mm-hmm. community folks. Because, um, I mean, so it is the kind of place where, like, you can you can be that kind of character mm-hmm. and, like, there are all these spaces in Jackson where people really can go and, like have their voice be heard. Yeah. Um and so I think it's important for journalists to be able to do that in a, in addition to, you know, asking the tough questions, but you know, also like highlighting what's good about a place yeah. where um, you know, like you do in job interviews, like yeah. where the opportunities yeah. exist for solutioning, like yeah. right? that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. You know, now that I don't work there anymore, I love the meetings, but before when I had to sit there for 10 and 20 hours straight. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, yeah. Yeah, I, I do not miss leaving the <laughs> hall at 11 o'clock right. on a Tuesday and having to be at work at 8 o'clock yes. the next day. Yeah. Um, but I also miss it. I mean, it's.
0: Well, you can stream
1: it. You can stream it, but. Um, if it works. Yeah, I mean, it usually works. <laughs> um, I, I mean, also, like where I am now, we don't cover the city in the same way. I mm-hmm. mean, like, we don't send anybody to city, city council meetings. We sort of focus on city issues that intersect with statewide issues mm-hmm. um so I really don't have a reason to check in yeah. uh, with city council as much but me either you know it's great going in the building and seeing folks and talking to the security guards and mm-hmm. seeing the police chief.
0: I miss the security guards there they were the nicest people yeah to I mean me. they, they <laughs> they got nice
1: like over time oh,
0: they got nice. Oh, okay yeah,
1: like the first two years i was there you know i was just like showing up you know i was just like another person coming to the meetings yeah. and then as they started to like identify me as like somebody who uh was a journalist worked at the paper mm-hmm. they chilled out a little bit but uh <laughs> i mean i still walk in the building they're just like what you want Nate? I'm just
0: didn't you miss me i missed that you. that sounds like vicky <laughs>
1: It is, is it? Yeah, <laughs> most have.
0: Have you ever been threatened before by someone?
1: <laughs> like, in my life?
0: <laughs> no, for, like, covering a story. If somebody has ever, like, slid in DMs, like, listen.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've definitely been, uh, like, threats have been intimated towards mm-hmm. me. Um, I remember a long time ago, this was in Springfield, Illinois, where I'd, I worked. I wrote a story about this guy who was... Um, running for mayor as a write-in candidate, and, mm-hmm. like, did not have a shot at mm-hmm. winning. Um, he wanted an interview, mm-hmm. and so, like, I gave him one, and he, like, showed up with a video camera and his girlfriend, and he was like, <laughs> the media lies, and I'm just like, you're not about to put me on tape, but, like, we'll do this interview. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I did a story. He talked about, like homelessness and some ideas he had for homelessness mm-hmm. and so like I did a story that's basically like this dude is not gonna be the next mayor but like he raises some interesting points Yeah, this dude like blew my phone up like I was in the movies on a Friday night and so like I step out to get it and he was just like yeah I read that article I'm gonna come pay you a visit and I was just <laughs> like alright whatever like you know my <laughs> office <is> at <laughs> you know what I'm saying like pull up as the kids say um and it's just like stuff like that, like mm-hmm. people think that they can intimidate you because yeah. you're a reporter. Um, but you know like Yeah. I was a cat from St. Louis before I was a reporter, so like yeah. I can't really be punk like that.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm from a night war, I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. I heard a little something about you, yeah. Reputation proceeds precedes you. Does it? Yeah.
0: Really? What (laughs) do they say? Do they say I'm a thug? Because I really want to push that reputation. I'm just saying, like, your name ring out in these streets. Okay, good, good. (laughs) It's like, oh, you
1: going on Ashley podcast? Don't make her mad.
0: (laughs) So, you've been here for a while. Yep. What are some of your favorite places?
1: I have lots. Well, first of all, I should say that, like, I'm not really, like, Jackson cool. Okay. Like, people, like, the cool people don't really, like invite me to the cool stuff yeah
0: i understand um, me neither you know it's melvin you real quiet over there Man. <laughs> but like so luckily
1: like i've connected to people like melvin and mm-hmm. talk guys and like once in a while like somebody will deem me cool enough to like invite me to a cool place um but, you know, there are a lot of, like, really cool spaces in Jackson. I know, like, the running joke here is, like, everybody mentions Offbeat. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, like, the the I think one of the remarkable things about Offbeat is, like, I say this is somebody who's lived in, like, seven cities in five different states. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a very cool and unique space. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool that it exists in Jackson. Like, yeah like there's no place like that in St. Louis where mm-hmm. I'm from like I don't remember a place like that in Chicago or Seattle's like but like one of the things about Jackson is that like it's hard to just like have a comic book store yeah right like the comic book store has to be something else mm-hmm. and so like it's become this community space and like people just kick it there mm-hmm. and like that is the cool thing about a place like offbeat and there there you know there are a few places like that i mm-hmm. mean like um Jason at Fahrenheit is like it's a marketing firm, but like have like shows in the back oh, and okay. you know like that's a common thing mm-hmm. in in a place like Jackson, and it's unique to this place um and so I love those kinds of spaces yeah. where that are uh, like multi purpose mm-hmm. um You know, I like the food. I know you have strong (laughs) issues about the food. But, I mean, I think to a point that you've raised, like, there are places in Jackson that, like, have really good food that, like, don't have great atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are places that have, like, great atmosphere, nice cocktails, but, like, the food is kind of whack. Yes. Right? I'm not (laughs) going to shout out no places. But I think we're all on the same page there. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you just have to decide, like, do I want like a really delicious meal right now? Or do I want to like vibe, have a cocktail and do some people watching? Because like you might have to go to two different spots Mm -hmm. or kind of make a trade off. Yeah. Um, And then there are places that like I really like that I don't get a chance to go to very much. I mean, like. When people are coming here from out of town, like I'll always tell them like get lunch at Bullies or go to EL yeah. or something like that. But like I actually don't go there a lot myself because mm-hmm. it's so out of the way from where I work. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like a little treat. Like I like my, my family was here from mm-hmm. Saint Louis a couple months ago and like we did all like the Jackson spots that I don't get a chance to go to mm-hmm. um very much.
0: Um I have a hard time with my family visits because You know, most of my family is from Louisiana. So I would think if you're from Louisiana, like, you want to try something different. So they're like, where can we get fried food, fried seafood? And I'm like, like, I wouldn't really want (laughs) to recommend fried seafood here per se, but, you know, <laughs> like
1: try, try try something that you have like no basis. For
0: <laughs> right, comparison right. Because it's like I don't want to hear the complaints. But you know what? Um When my grandparents were in town like a couple of weeks ago, we went to Sam's. So that was something my husband recommended. And Lounge? they actually, no, no, no. no, I think it's off. I feel like it's off Alice. I'm not sure what street that's oh, on. Oh, not like
1: Sam's Club.
0: No, no. <laughs> it's a seafood place. But I also think it's a chain, too, mm-hmm. I feel like. But they were like, oh, this is pretty good. Because I was just kind of like sitting in there staring at them, waiting mm-hmm. for them to complain about something. But they liked it. So, yeah. But that's yeah. usually whenever they're in town, like, where can we get good seafood? I'm like, you're not tired of seafood. Do you want to try something else? So, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, again, it's like... So many places, like, you just go, like, you can't even really eat in there. It's like, you just, like, pick your food up and, like, take it back to the crib. (laughs) Uh, And it's, like, delicious food. But, like, if you're trying to get out the house and, like, make a night of it. Yeah. um, You know, it's, you can't really do it at Stamps. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the food is great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, There is a St. Louis restaurant that we're not going to say the name. Mm -hmm. That's very popular.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're going to be opening a restaurant here as well. I thought
1: about <laughs> that the other day because I remember reading that story. But that was like over a year ago and like nothing's happened.
0: Really? So you think they won't be? I don't know. Yeah.
1: Like didn't something happen with the Memphis location?
0: I have no idea. And I think they closed one down in Los Angeles too. Really? Yeah. But okay. I was wondering if you've ever eaten there before.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, like I would get food there like, Way before, like, the TV show and all
0: that oh, stuff. okay.
1: And, and so, like, when it became a thing, it was like, like, I'm not about to stand in line to go... So, you did. To go eat there. <laughs> um, and actually, I grew up with one of the um, the characters on the show. Okay. Like, in Boy Scouts and stuff.
0: And, like, it's good food.
1: But I'm also, like, I'm not a person who likes to stand in line for food. I stood in
0: line for two hours. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Two hours... Um, And was with my father in law as well. And he's originally from here. And you know, we got like real basic soul food. Oh, and then like the drive from St. Louis to Jackson, what is that, like seven or eight hours or something? Oh, the complaining we had to hear all the way back. He was like, We stood in line for this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's funny, because, like, one of the reasons I moved here from out west Mm -hmm. was to be closer to home. Yeah. You know, but, like, for real, it's easier to get from Denver to St. Louis than it is to get from from Jackson to St. Louis. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't terrible. We just thought it would be way better. And, like, I used her recipe, like, for my mac and cheese recipe. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I know sometimes when you're cooking in, like, large quantities, maybe... You lose some things. So, well, we had to hear complaining all the way back here. So when I heard that we're er opening here, I'm like, oh, like, I just hope the food's way better than our experience in St. Louis.
1: (laughs) But, like, like for the same reason we just talked about. In some ways, it doesn't matter because, like, if there's a new restaurant in downtown Jackson, like,
0: people are going to go. go. Yeah. Like, it's going to be the spot. And I'm not sure. There's no soul food downtown either.
1: There's no soul food downtown. There's no pizza downtown. For a minute, there was, like, a dude with a hot dog cart, and I was yeah, so... Yeah, on the corner. <laughs> I
0: was so hyped. I was like, I
1: could just go get a hot dog for mm-hmm. lunch. But I don't know what happened to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But interestingly, like, I work in Ridgeland now, so I wish for lunch I could be in Jackson. hmm Because we're only go so far. So, you know, I'm out there in the township, sh- and I'm... Mm-hmm. Whenever it's time to, like, pick a place for lunch, I'm like, I don't want to eat at any of these places. <laughs>
1: I will say this, um, because my office is also in Ridgeland, like Mm -hmm. just barely north of County Line. Mm -hmm. Within like a mile and a half of me is like the most best Mexican food I've ever had Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, Because you have Gringos, which now has a location in Jackson. Valdez, have you ever been there? Mm -mm. It's like... It was like just a, this little market mm-hmm. with a uh, butcher in the back, mm-hmm. but like you can also get like tacos and burritos. Okay, uh, And then they moved to that abandoned, it was like a save lot, I think. Okay. So now we call it like Super Valdez. Okay. And so it's like, <laughs> it's a supermarket mm-hmm. um, and like it's the best burrito I've ever had in my life. Um, and there are other, there are a couple of other little spots back there. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I'm gonna have to try those out because right where I'm at doesn't work at all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it,
1: like, depending, you gotta be close to Jackson. Yeah. Like, if you don't be in Richland, like, be close to Jackson.
0: Yeah. Like, if I just need to survive and not starve until dinner, Yeah, like, I have no choice, but just, it's not, <laughs> I don't want anything out there usually. Yeah, so.
1: but that, I mean, you know, that's that's good for the bank account, you know, like. Yeah, you're right, ma- yeah. Meal prep.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Because otherwise you're going to be at some place at the Mexican restaurants that puts peas and carrots in the rice.
0: <laughs> also, my husband, you know, like when we're getting, we're usually rushing because we have a kid now. And I'm like, I just really hate to eat out there. I was like, if I can just have 30 minutes to cook in the morning, because I just don't want any food out there. So, um, sorry if there's any restaurants in the Ridgeland. listen, to. I doubt you do, but
1: <laughs> as you grow the audience, maybe help you tap into a ridgeland uh market if you like, yeah, I work, I work at a website out there, so
0: okay, yeah, yep, yeah. um, so I'm gonna go ahead and go into my m v p for this week And that's Angie Thomas Do you know her? I feel like
1: I've never met Angie Okay um, But you know She's just Yeah green. She's like ju juice Jew, 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 Jew
0: Yeah yeah I feel like I want to be friends with her Well she has a new book out Entitled On the Come Up And that yeah. book is already going to be turned into a film So I have not read it yet Hopefully by the time this episode airs I would have read it but um I'm really excited for it. I love the Hate You Give, the book as well as the movie. So
1: the- Yeah, Angie's Angie's tight because uh, I mean like not only is she a dope writer, but like she is so like hardcore represent Josh. She has. Um and so like I made this point uh, when there's a lot of press around the Hate You Give mm-hmm. movie. Um like Angie like made time for, like, every Jackson reporter who wanted to do an interview with her. Wow, yeah. And it's just, like, with everything that was going on, like, that meant so much to me that she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the she's on a book tour now. Yeah. And she's ending it in Jackson, in her hometown. And it's just, like, you know, we've had this whole conversation about creatives who feel like they can't, like, be in Jackson, yeah. make it in Jackson. You know, she's she's made a decision... To stay in her hometown, to rep her hometown, support stuff in her hometown. So like, right.
0: To to her for that. And I just want to mention her Wikipedia page. I read it um, right before you arrived, and it said born, raised, and continues to stay in Jackson. I thought that was so cool that it said that, and I felt like it was intentional as well. Girl <laughs> publisher's like right, uh, like right on my. Wikipedia yes. Page. <laughs> I just want to say I hope to. Received that type of support when I released my tell-all book on my 12 years in government.
1: <laughs> you should tell me first.
0: <laughs> we, like, publish some excerpts. Yes. So. <laughs> well, we'll go ahead and take another break right here. Hey there, good people. This is Thucca Jones, and I wanted to tell you about something really, really, really good that's going on. Are you ready? The Rogues Gent
1: Podcast is back. Every Wednesday, you can get your Rogues Gent fixed with interviews from some of the most interesting people you will ever listen to, pop culture hot takes, and wondering
0: just what I'll say next. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. All you have to do is search The Rogues Gent. Follow me on all social media platforms as well at Thucca Jones. T-H-E-C-A-J-O-N-E-S. You want to make your commentary. Or- <laughs> You want to move on?
1: (laughs) I was just saying that, like, there are some things that I observed when I was covering the city that if your book wants to give some additional context to, I would appreciate.
0: Okay. It's
1: like, (laughs) I just didn't understand when it came out in the
0: press (laughs)
1: while that was going on. So I look forward to
0: it. Okay. Hope no one offs me. But they'll be in GLS. So you know, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, do you want these shady people to keep up with you if so where?
1: Um, I think a lot of them already keep up with Probably. me, but like um RL Nave on Twitter, Instagram. Um, but then also like feel obligated to plug plug Mississippi Today, with yeah. MS Today news on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Mm. I mean, we're all digital, so we don't have a newspaper. If you want to read us, you're going to have to find us on the web.
0: Yeah. So hard these days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to give a shout-out to 242 Creative for producing this podcast. It's been a while. I usually have it in the show notes. I'm not sure if you guys read that. So (laughs) if you could, I spend a, um, a lot of time... Making sure I articulate the episode and all the people who um, contribute to it. So also Small World Studio for my trolling intro song, um, and I have merch now. So yeah.
1: <laughs> do I get a hoodie?
0: <laughs> well, I just did it last night. So TBD. <laughs> okay. But I do have I have hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, um, tote bags, and. Um, if you are a fan, I would love for you to buy merch. If you are not a fan, I would love for you to buy merch. Um, if you don't even know where Jackson, Mississippi is located, buy the merch. I don't care. <laughs> <That's the money. laughs> yeah. Um, and you can find me at Jackson Transplant, spell JXN, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have a Facebook group, which is a safe space. you to talk shit about Jackson. We are welcoming there, and you know, you won't have any Jacksonians like down your back if you say something. Um, So, (laughs) I guess I will talk to you haters later. Bye.